going on, boys? What a weekend, Hey, huh? fellas. Lots of sport. Lots of sport. Plenty on. It was huge. I actually heard Danica Patrick use our line this week, and she said, the cream really rises to the stop. <laughs> <laughs> and it did this weekend. Yeah, it did. It did. Some fluffed it, and some... Uh, mm. Was yeah. You boys had yeah. a busy, busy weekend as well? Yeah, pretty busy. We were lucky enough to um, have a, a stall up at the Benzina Stables in Preston. So shout out to our friends down there, Lukey Luke, for having us. Yeah, it was great. Uh, Thanks, Lukey Luke. People, yeah, it was really cool. Launching some teas and some air fresheners, got rid of quite a few. So yeah. people coming up, saying they love the pod. It was, yeah. it was good to hear. It's good to see. Love it. Thanks for the support, guys. As always. Yeah, yeah what well guys? It's awesome. Great support. Telling uh, motorcycle festival it was. You should have seen Daniel. He was drooling was everywhere. Was he, he was. like was he like Pinocchio, but the wrong end was he? Yeah. <laughs> He was, he was. He was dribbling over everything. Oh, he was turning acoustic for it all. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah, plenty of nice bikes. A boy can dream. You know what was the funny thing about that, that day? Full of Ducatis, full of Aprilias, race bikes, whatever. And then Lukey Luke's got two fucking carbon done up R1s, Japanese bikes. Yep. Took all the attention. Wow. Even more than the Desmos Digi. Mm. Yeah, but these things are off their rocker. Oh, yeah, they're, they're basically amazing. a super bike. So like, like carbon frames and it's stuff got, or carbon he, parts? Man, he was reeling off what these bikes had. I had like on. Andrea De Vizioso's Repsol Honda brake pads or brake, brake, brake discs, calipers. Brake calipers in it. <sighs> That's cool. This, well, how, yeah, get, end. how would he even get there? Oh man, the dude bloody stunt rode for years. So True. he's got connections all around the world. Um, yeah. But maybe that's something we have to talk to him about. Who knows? <clears throat> yeah, that's coming up. That's coming up soon. We haven't put that in the calendar yet. No. Nah. See what happens. But ho- hopefully, Ho- hopefully it comes in. to fruition. Hopefully, yeah. yeah, he can fit us in. So good man, Luke. So we've got we've got a big night tonight, boys. We've got F one in Vegas, which I thought personally was a complete success. Yep, really impressed. It started. <laughs> it didn't start great. It started disaster. The worst start you probably could have got. But I've never been sitting there watching the race on a Sunday Arvo was here in Australia. And just thinking, I'd fucking love to be there. Mm. I don't know. It was just... It looked like a cool atmosphere. It did. I was uh, watching it and I was like, you know what? I would have loved to be I, I get yeah. it now. Yeah. Like, I just I just couldn't... I couldn't get it at the start. And now, like... Man. Makes sense. Makes sense. Imagine just being in the pool all day. Oh, yeah. And partying, drinking, whatever. Getting out of the pool. Getting changed. Fucking heading to the track. Pool parties, Tom? Oh, Twerking competitions. Meet me up to the hotel room. Don't worry about it. <laughs> we don't. How what you do you <laughs> But, uh, man, it's such a sick event. I, you need some serious coin to go and, and to enjoy it, I think. Um, the Obviously, no general admission tickets. Yeah. It's all grandstand. They still got 315,000 people through the doors. That's incredible. huge. Obviously, Friday was an absolute debacle. We feel so sorry for those fans. But they, they did such a good job. Yeah. And I don't think it was as... I thought it was going to be a bit too, I don't know, too many celebrities, too much of that corny stuff, but I think they've nailed it. It was a good balance. Like, I think Miami yeah. went too far yep. that way, and then this was just a celebration of one of the best cities in the world, you know? Yeah, yeah. I totally agree. Yeah, that's all right. Like, Entertainment capital of the world, you know? It was incredible. Um, as you said, the, 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 it was funny, the Friday... Or the Thursday whenever I was in the manhole cover went out they had those massive delays and free yep. practice in Australia still ended up being at 10pm Australian time after all that I was like oh, for fuck's sake <laughs> I was I was stoked because like I thought he had something on so I got home 
from dinner and it was on. I was like, fuck. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah but you, you left Diamond Creek. <laughs> yeah, dude, I went in Ligon, <laughs> I was in Ligon Street on, on Friday night. I was there on Friday night. Oh, of course yeah. you were. Yeah, getting my hands kissed and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mwah, Daniela, Daniela. I went to Ligon Street for a Japanese meal. <laughs> yes, it's oh, it's, sac- um, it's <laughs> sacrilege. Did you go to Papagino's? Shut out the... Uh, I saw Papagino's. It was pumping. Universal was pumping. Uh, it, it was it was a cool cool experience, but anyway, enough about yeah, me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's get some results going because I and I, I'm not sure if we're sitting here right now saying how good the race the race weekend was because the race was so good, or it was obviously a combination of things. But man, that race was so enjoyable to watch. It was, yeah. I think probably bang on the money with the combination of things. It probably exceeded everyone's expectations, to be honest. Yeah, they exceeded mine. I think. Yeah, even even Verstappen looked sounded like he was having fun after he won that race after yeah. shit canning it the whole yeah. the whole weekend, singing a bit of Elvis. Yeah, <laughs> but it was a, and I was texting my old man during the race. It's just such an unknown. You don't know how the hard tire was going to in warm up after the safety car. Uh, the soft tire seemed like it was horrible. It, it was almost like a wet race. Yeah, yeah, they, and I think they mentioned that on the commentary. They as did. Well. Yeah, yeah, they did. Um, they did. A, um, it was one of those races like uh, I can't remember the last time I've had me passes for the lead Perez passing Leclerc with what 15-20 laps to go and then gets repassed yeah. repassed and and I have a theory about that I reckon Perez was actually trying to keep keep Leclerc in, in his DRS and it obviously was to get yeah, Verstappen back but did, yeah, not, did work. not work and obviously they went with that they went with a high downforce <clears throat> set up for the weekend Perez where the Verstappen went for the lone downforce down the, tra- down the yeah, straight. Yeah, so I two think different really ways of doing him. it. Yeah, hundred percent. So just on that uh, results: uh, Max first, Charles second, Sergio Perez third, Ocon fourth, Stroll fifth, Sainz sixth, Hamilton seventh, Russell eighth, Alonso ninth, and Piastri tenth. Nice, so, yeah. nice. It was um just even. Uh, it all took off even just going into that first corner. Um, yeah. Like, yeah. It seemed like no one Everyone had rear spinning. grip, spinning. Um, and then what was it? The first couple of laps, Lando went in. Uh, yeah, Lando had a rear huge and, shot, shot. I think it was turn 13 or 14 yeah. after that tight um, chicane. But yeah, it was interesting at the start of the race. Verstappen just went for Hail Mary down the inside. Obviously ran, oh, yeah, yeah. ran Leclerc yeah. out of room. Got the five-second penalty. Warranted? Well, definitely warranted. I think... It wasn't actually harsh enough. Yeah. Because he's he's just using the rules to his advantage. Mm. So he's running wide, knowing he's going to get a five-second penalty. If he pops in behind Leclerc, Leclerc can get a lead. That's right. It's a lot harder. It's a yeah. lot harder. You might, it's actually easier being in the front with five seconds. So that's an interesting. And the commentators just did mention that a couple of times. Is it too lenient? Because I think they they're did. using to their advantage. Now, people are cutting corners just to get through, then getting a five-second lead. Yeah. Like Hamilton did in Monza. All those weekends ago with Piastri, remember they collided, yeah. got the five second penalty, Correct. and then was just five seconds hit anyway. So it didn't matter. So it's interesting. It's different with the MotoGP how they got a long lap, and they can you know sometimes you get a long lap, sometimes you get a double mm. long lap. Plus, it's easier to pass. Yeah, plus it's easier to pass. Yeah. Well, bloody hard. No, it's getting harder. But yeah, and then it, it sort of went into a tire confes- uh, conversation, cons- conserv- conservation, <laughs> conservation. Conservation, though. Thanks, James. <laughs> Bit acoustic. Uh, sorry. Um, so for the first probably 10, 15 laps, and then yeah, and then safety car all yeah. hell went went loose. So yeah. 
yeah, it was a really interesting race to watch. And I thought any of those top three could have won at any stage. And I can't believe Verstappen won in the end. I know. I <laughs> like, that. He was, looked like the least likely to win. Yeah. Uh, he had, obviously, his broken front wing, five-second penalty, and, and still won. And he's... He's a fucking champ. Yeah, he just dominated. Yeah. Again, a driver's drive, yeah. as we were kind of touched on uh, last week. And just how he came back, again, from that broken wing, passing, mm. like hunting down Charles, making yeah. those clutch moves. I think he did one around the outside as well. And I think Hamilton might have done one as well. Great shot actually coming into the... Um, uh, the start finish straight, seeing all the cars go around that bend yeah. and almost like body him out. Yeah. That's a, it was a underrated shot anyway. Yeah, and but. like that corner, I remember looking at the corner <clears> when, the, when the track first got released and I thought, oh, it's going to be a bit of a nothing corner. That was cool. Yeah, like that, that yeah. You know, that flat left hand going to the front straight. So I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Really enjoyed that. It was interesting, Perez Verstappen on the same tyres at the end of the race and Verstappen obviously had that broken front wing still passing with ease, still pulled away, passed Leclerc, won the race. Like it just shows how good he is. It just shows the level that he's at. Yeah. And I heard him on the commentary, I think it was post-race, they were talking, someone went up to Max and said, oh, what are your plans between yeah, these two races? Yeah, surely you're going to have a bit of a break, you've won the world championship. And he's like, I'll be my, he's like, I'll be on the Sims. Yeah. I'll be doing a disservice to come to this track and not win this race. Yeah. yeah. Like, that just shows... Yeah, that's all right. And he's like, if I don't do it, I'll be kicking myself. Yeah. You know. I really enjoyed the track, though. Do you guys like the track? Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought, thought it was, was cool. Yeah, it was, it was simple. It had a cool couple of corners. That's all you need. Yeah. I think I like how it was just super low grip. Yeah. It was super cold, you know. It makes for good racing. It makes for good racing. It brings think, everyone a bit closer. Yeah, I think definitely low grip tracks, definitely, because it... Like what it is when they're wet, it just equalizes the whole competition. Yeah, yeah and you can really see who... The best drivers Who the are. better drivers are. Because they were squirreling around everywhere. Yeah. Everyone was just fighting for traction, getting heat in the tyres. Like, I think it was um, George Russell or someone. He was going down after a restart and it was going down the main straight, still just trying to warm his tyres Yeah, up, which is really rare. Yeah. They're normally trying to cool everything down. They were trying to heat everything up. Yeah. So. Good change up, really. The other thing with the cold weather is it allows them to tr- to really stay in behind a, lo- a lot longer because there's no overheating issues like there are in hot tracks. Yeah, so. true. Well, it's funny you say that because they were saying to Carlos that he had to... Uh, either yeah. pass straight away because yeah. his car was going to overheat yes. he was stuck in was behind Danny Rick I think it was yeah yeah, it was yeah. that was a really good point they actually did bring they blocked that up. his ducts yeah so they did. I didn't they, realize too that. much um, too much heat internally <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> too much chili <laughs> uh, so going back to Lando's crash uh, yeah, there which- was a theory swirling around that they, they just made that they made the car too low to the ground. And there's a bump we talked about this pre-pod. Yeah. There was a bump mid-corner that they were all feeling. And obviously, they just... With heavy fuel loads, because you've got to remember they got 100 kilos of fuel in that car at that time. Um, we'll play it for the for the viewers. And DRS is enabled. And really interesting, his radio, radio commentary after the accident. It just lost it. Yeah, that's heavy. And you saw him go past on the live feed. You just saw like sparks yeah, go yeah, straight yeah. past and yeah. the bangers in the wall. Yeah, I thought he lost a wheel because he's, the tire was next to him, but that was after the impact. But that's a solid concrete wall he hit. You know? Yeah, that's a real heavy. Lando, heavy are you track. okay? And we'll put the audio in on the pod, but yeah, he's yeah. so winded after it. I haven't heard that a driver be like that on the Lando, radio. Are you okay? I don't even think ever. He was really <laughs> interesting. Yeah, good. Shots of him in the hospital. He was full. Get up in yeah. the full hospital gear. Yeah. His leg was in braces. He had the bloody drip and everything. Yeah, of course. So it was um, quite not graphic, but to some people, it didn't realize they normally just walk away from these sort of things. So. Yeah. 
That's true. It's a good point. But you're going in there with some serious speed. Yeah, gotcha. That's a quick crash. Yeah. Gotcha. But yeah, it's interesting the results. So look at, I mean, I think Williams had obviously the best qualifying since uh, Russia 2016. So you look at seven years ago. They've never been both in the top six. So Logan Sargent drifted and finished second last in the end, which is really disappointing. I don't remember him having actually any incidents in the race, but you guys can correct me, correct me if I'm wrong. But they obviously had that that one lap pace, but just not the yeah. Pace. They just faded. Yeah. Same with Gasly. Gasly was was I think sitting fifth with ten laps to go, yeah. and then just just I drifted. think his tires went out just went yeah. off the cliff. Yeah. Yeah. And even Piastri, well done to him, even just collecting a point. He got recovery. him at death. Yeah. Great recovery. Yeah. If they didn't have that rule where you had to use two compounds, he would have yeah. finished fourth. Yeah. So that's all right. Super disappointing for and him. And super lucky not to get taken out in that whole Norris bit. Yeah. yeah. True. Good point. Just missed him. But fastest lap from Piastri, which yeah. was cool. He so. put the hammer down like, at the last seven laps or whatever it was. Man, kid can drive. On those conditions as well. Yeah. I really thought it was Charles' weekend this weekend. And it's his 12th. Last 12 poles without a win. I mean, that's just an incredible stat. New record, obviously. Um, feel for the guy. So much talent. But yeah, he just... <laughs> if it wasn't for those fucking <laughs> Red Bulls. Well, when he had that lead and then Verstappen had, um, like, you know, a broken front win, yeah. I was like, this is his time. Yeah. He's going to do it. And I still kind of felt my... I really started rooting, though, for Max is when he said, um, and the radio, when he got that five-second penalty and he said... Um, yeah, that's fine. Send them my regards. Yeah. <laughs> so cool on the radio as well. Like, so cool, calm and collected. It's just so clutch. She goes out and then has a five-second penalty with a broken front wing. Says that, still wins. I don't... From memory, there's just not a driver or rider I can remember with this much confidence. Mm. Like, he, he seriously knows he's going to win every weekend. Yeah. The biggest thing I've noticed as well throughout this year and in previous years is he always sounds the most calm yeah. over that radio yeah. like as some people that are fucking just you know so hot headed yeah um, and he's just always just and he's winning he's obviously yeah. winning by he so has, much he, he has his moments with his race engineer but I think they have that relationship so it's just you know banter I suppose in the end but, but it, like, you're, he's in a new track yeah. at, a, at a race he doesn't want to be at he's just had <laughs> he a he made that clear yeah he made that very clear then he's had that five second penalty he's had a broken front wing he gets that still goes then, out and wins by two seconds yeah yeah his idea of a and good it should have been more he was just he was yeah. fucking trying to give DRS yeah. to yeah the right you're right good point point. and back to Leclerc he did get very unlucky with a safety car uh, obviously Verstappen and Perez did pit under the safety car where he didn't so if you put it in some fresh rubber, different story. Different story. He probably would have. I don't know if he would have run the race, but it would have been a better chance. So. Mm. Almost written in the stars: Ferrari, Vegas. Yeah, oh, no. like, that livery. Oh man, how good was it? Yeah, sexy as. A lot of a lot of um, nice liveries and helmets. Yeah, out, out the Alpha Romeo looked sick. Yeah, the old black. Yeah, but yeah, I nice. mean, going going through the race, I can't believe that last lap. How Perez didn't just cover the inside. I don't know why he just didn't yeah, cover in the inside. Caught sleeping yeah, a little like bit, didn't he? It was the third last quarter of the race and he just do you, doesn't do, block. Do you reckon he's related to Yumi Sasaki? Because <laughs> I'm telling you, he loves bluffing it in the last lap lately, oh, doesn't he? It's two race weekends in a row, man. Like, just covering inside anyway, you're not going to get past. Like, yeah, and you're on a street circuit. Yeah, like, just, and I just couldn't believe that. It was like, it was like he felt sorry for Leclerc and gave him the, gave him the place. <laughs> Seriously, it looked back. almost like it was, he was giving it back to him. I just could not believe it. But, I think everyone was happy in the end, so it wasn't a big deal. He secured second in the World Championship, which is what his goal was, obviously. Yeah, that's right. Um, so for him, it's a massive win anyway. Yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs>
But yeah, crazy with constructors championship has closed up so much in the back. Uh, obviously, um, second, third, fourth, fifth. You got Ferrari and. Um, so what's the points like? Ferrari and Mercedes are four points apart. Yep. And Aston and McLaren are eleven points apart. Yeah. Wow. So it's super close going into the last round. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah. Especially with Ferrari and Mercedes, it's sort of Mercedes going a little bit backwards. I I thought the last yeah. couple of rounds. So. Mm. Yeah, they're really struggling. I just don't think they know. I think they've just concentrated on next year's car now, and they've just given up to a certain extent probably I mean they don't need we talk about um, prize money mm. but Mercedes yeah. don't need prize money they've won seven championships in a row yeah, they've got, like yeah. they got the money it's in like the bank Williams. it's not like the Williams or the Alpha <clears throat> or I thought Alpha's livery was a bit shit the, all, all black I liked it uh, I just think they like they could have done it be a bit more glitzy no nah, it looked, it looked, it looked like really a bloody cool. Mercedes no, I liked it. Okay, well... I thought it was cool. You are the Italian of the group, so I'll give it to you. Yeah, maybe that's why. Maybe it's just an Alfa Romeo. <laughs> yeah, true. It just looked too plain Jane for me, but... Um, speaking of Mercedes and the whole Vegas Grand Prix, I had to uh, commend Toto Wolff for defending it. True. Yes, um, good point. Love uh, it. He was... Yeah, he... he I didn't say we'd come out on a limb, but he's like, this is basically what we've been saying and what you've been saying, Tom, is we're yep. racing in Vegas. You I know. know. Like, stop... And it was ended up being a successful weekend anyway. It was good to see people actually backing it. Um, it's just so frustrating with negativity these days. Like, I just don't get it. Mm. Like, this event is amazing. F1 has spent half a billion dollars on it. They've employed all these people to create this track. Yes, I understand that it's there's been traffic problems and all that kind of stuff. But, man, like, how cool it's is that? Happen. Like, and I think we touched on it last weekend. I mean... It's been in the go for 20 years, this thing, and they've finally done it, and it was a complete success. It was a complete success. And they've got a 10-year contract. They're going to come back again next year. And it'll be improved again next year. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they won't have the traffic as much traffic issue because they've already created the track. They've done all the construction. All they've got to do is put the barriers up. Yeah, that's right. Let's build some infrastructure, and that's it. But it was cool to see him say that and come out and actually defend it because I didn't see many people do that. That's probably the most... The most intelligent he's ever sounded in the media. <laughs> First time in a long time. Because it made and it was right because the reporters are just trying to get they're yeah, trying they to get they a headline. Bait them. They just yeah. bait them. Yeah. Trying to get a headline. Trying to get a headline. You go into like every you go into every motorsport page, shit canning it. But yeah, it was. It's always going to be hard the first yeah, race never, anywhere. It's never going to be the ultimate thing in the first time you're there yeah and we touched on drain covers last week it happened in Baku and it happens in Monaco it's, or it's bound to happen like you, you don't have an F1 car that can go around a circuit to test it yeah, the first test is right. practice one exactly it's a you know, street circuit it's a, the, sake. it's a pinnacle of motorsport there's no you can't you can't prepare for that so yeah I'm a big fan I'm a big fan of Vegas I think it was great and as you said pool parties during the day <sighs> go out man the layout yeah. was sick and like yes yeah. the time it. the sphere was cool the time yeah. is fucked as it's 12 but we're in Vegas like it doesn't sleep like it's not like a that's right it doesn't matter not, yeah. yeah it doesn't matter like everyone's gonna be up it's gonna be I mean yes The I mean practice two was at 2.30 in the morning 2.30 in the morning crazy yeah. it's crazy but they yeah they reopened the track during the day you gotta remember that so um yeah it was funny they were talking about sunrise and sunrise was at 5am or something like that they're like oh, it's going to be the first Grand Prix ever we might see a sunrise because <laughs> they could have like, gone up right up to 5am because that's when they they were going to open the track so that would have been pretty dope though mm. oh man 
Remember that, that video mate. we linked on our page a few weeks ago when it was Sunset and Coda? Yeah. A clerk going around? Yeah, that's I was cool frothing about that for days. You know what? There'd be a few... How many... What's the percentage of fans that didn't sleep over those three days in Vegas? And, you know, saw sunrise, saw sunset. I'm sure that... But obviously from some... I'm sure some the drug dealers had a good weekend as oh, well. yeah. I reckon it'd be a good 10% of fans. <laughs> Probably a little bit more. Oh, yeah. I like it. Maybe. So, do we know... I mean, I have an idea, but do we know why they kicked the fans out at one thirty? Was no, it, I'm not too um, sure. Because I think it was for the workers, the staff. They had to send the people home. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, you can't... You can only can work a maximum of 10 hours or whatever yeah. it is, and they've been there probably all day. So, yeah, that's, yeah it's a good point. There's always going to be health and safety regs around these things. I can't just leave fans in the in the grandstands to fend for themselves. So, oh, yeah, I don't know about that one, but... you got to have... Um, you gotta have security guards. You gotta have people checking tickets, all sorts of stuff. Or it just becomes a they'll they'll sort they'll sort that next year anyway. This is again it's just one of those it's a test learning dummy. curves. Yeah, but yeah, I, I, that's a bucket list one now to go to. Oh. I'm a big fan, man. And you know what? It, it might. I mean, I think a lot more people are gonna want to go next year. To yeah. be honest, because they've gone. Fuck, this is cool. Like if we're sitting here thinking how good this is, like imagine the rest of the world. I want to yeah, go to the, I want to go to the Shoei Bar. Yeah, the Shoei Bar. Shoeys. That's fucking sick. You man. just gotta go to that weekend. Bring a credit card and not fucking care. That's yeah. what you got to do. We need to get the Republic a card there, I think. Because that, that, um, well, the, the, you know, all those teas and air freshers you boys sold yesterday. It's yeah. Fucking going to help. So, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. If you buy more, you'll get us there, guys. So. Yeah, yeah. You get some good content and Tommy won't be sleeping for three days, but we'll believe it. There'll be some absolutely. I'll send a few you up messages at like 5 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you up, smiley face. XX. <laughs> premium for the week boys we'll get some roadies <laughs> what's uh, the kittens in vegas oh. types in the google <laughs> oh man i want to go so bad far out <laughs> fuck oh it'd be so fun and oh. like um it was just so cool going down the strip and going you know i love you know i love like I've been there, you know. Yeah. Like, oh, we've been to that yeah, down, yeah. and we've been to that hotel. We've seen that the gondolas around the Venetian. Like, I love that, and that's another track where there's not many places in the world that I've been that I can say that it's been on a racetrack. Yeah, it's true. So, like, you got Albert Park, obviously, but you know, yeah, Phillip Island, but that's about it. You, you know? know what I didn't realize? They raced in Vegas in like '81, '82. Yeah, around Caesar's Palace um, car park. Yeah, <laughs> I had no idea. So Caesar's Palace actually funded that Grand Prix. Yeah, it was a Caesar's Palace and Grand they just, Prix or something. Yeah, it wasn't called the Las Vegas Grand Prix, so quite interesting. Nah, it was good. Um, are they going to change it next year? So for a different time, like so it's warmer, or they're going to battle the cold again? Well, the reason why they did it that time of year is because Vegas is quieter. They wanted to bring people to fill the hotels up and spend money. It's a, uh, it's, yeah, it's a quietest sense. period of the year because it's a week before Thanksgiving. So no one no one comes to Vegas usually on that weekend. Yeah, yeah. So that's the whole reason behind why I think Vegas... Commercially, is, yeah. Commercially. Because you don't want to do it in the middle of summer because it's, it's already it's packed already with people. It's packed out, yeah. It was funny watching the pre-race show and the two most popular events in Vegas. So the amount of, the biggest two events is the rodeo. It brings the most amount of people to Vegas of the whole year. Really? The population. And the second one is when Amazon have their uh, staff party every year. <laughs> no The shit. biggest population in Vegas is those two events. Yeah, that brings right. the two most events. So More than the fights and everything. Yeah. Fuck. The rodeo apparently is massive there. Yeah, and I think it, it also is 
is is the same weekend as where a lot of people like to travel in the middle of summer. So it brings a lot of people on those weekends. Yeah. So they want these other events to, you to know, keep it moving. Keep it moving. Yeah. Smart. So that's why it's on that time of year. That's mm. I didn't realize that either until yeah. I watched the pre-race show. Oh, well, I wonder if it's going to change though, because there was so much complaining. But I hope they don't change it. But I hope yeah. it's cold again. To be yeah. honest, same. And they know the conditions now. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I mean, it was still warm during the day, wasn't it? I don't know. I wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> Not too sure. Like I don't think okay, it was. It's going into their winter, so it's probably only like maybe it'd be mild. Uh, oh, yeah, I would 19, say 19 19 20 degrees, degrees yeah. fifteen to twenty degrees. Yeah. It's not crazy. It's like half a Melbourne summer as it is. Yeah, but right. we were in the middle of summer. And the thing is with Vegas, it's we didn't really get hot because you just when you walk out the strip, you just go back up to a hotel, then there's it all le- um it all like links together. Yeah, but if you're out there for a bit, you're fucking. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you couldn't you couldn't sit there in the you couldn't sit there in the grandstand and watch it if you were watching you'd during be the day. Cooking. You'd be cooking. You would need shade. Yeah. That's why we paid for the uh the uh, was it the, the new gazebo the gazebo thing yeah in, um, in oh no we party. went to the pool party yeah I oh, thought I was really smart uh, it was like 47 degrees I thought oh I'll go sunbake and I was like sitting there I could hear my skin actually sizzling <laughs> and James was like just come to the pool party man I was like oh I'll come and then yeah we had a what, twerking competition yeah yeah did you just win <laughs> that was the judge <laughs> <laughs> should have seen the beads of sweat coming off him <laughs> Bottle, bottle of Belvedere in one hand and a video camera in the other. I'm probably going to say a bitty. That's nah. on our Patreon, that, that video, if anyone's asking. Uh, it's just Tom's heavy breathing. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's that's Vegas F1, boys. That was Vegas, baby. Yeah. Viva Las Vegas. Yeah, no, that was good. I liked uh, I liked the Elvis suits as well. Prez looked like a Ferrari driver. He did. Yeah, yeah that was a bit odd. It was cool. I liked it though. It was good. Mm. Anything to add there, Brishy? No, I thought it was a great weekend. Sick, picturesque, seeing yeah. all the buildings around. It was just, it was surreal. It was. That's yeah. the word that I keep using. Like, we just had to stop and go, oh my God, they're fucking on the stupid yeah. Vegas. Like, yeah, that's yes. amazing. And not... People can flick... People who don't even watch F1 were watching it as well because they just thought it was so cool. Yeah. Um, I had a, got a link today from one of my mates and they had an event in the city where uh, I think it was at the Loom. Yeah, I saw and, that. And they invited, I think, a lot of um, influencers and stuff, but they went in there and they had the race on the yeah. every screen yeah. possible and it looked amazing. Like So hopefully next year there might be some more things like that. Our invite get lost in the mail or... Well, true. I know. We should have been number one on the list. That's yeah. a bit disappointing. Yeah, half the people there wouldn't even know what's going on anyway. Gonna true. Bo- Going to boycott the Loom. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was good seeing... Oh. I, I, I did love Martin Brundle's um, oh, the pit walk, pit walk, and um, Bruce Buffer's introduction <laughs> of the driver was probably the most cringe thing ever. Perez looked like a lost puppy. Yeah, I didn't know what to do. It was <sighs> very, very funny. Yeah, it was. I saw on TikTok today. I was like introvert's nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> and Lance Stroll was walking out like. And Prez was stopping for an interview and he didn't realise Bruce Buffer was announcing his name. Sergio Checo <laughs> Perez. It's like, it's like you should have started shadow boxing or something. Yeah, God. It was- <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah I um, I really enjoyed the pit walk it was chaotic Shaq who's this fucking yeah. huge man like, yeah, he's, he's a, he's a mountain, he's Bro, mountain Lewis man. Hamilton baby yeah that's all he keeps said. walking off but that was cool and um, I thought my Mundle, uh, Brundle does a fucking awesome job that'd be so hard and it's so annoying like having to like weave he's in like and out of everyone photo bombing people yeah. Sean White yeah, it yeah, took yeah, yeah. a couple minutes just to get Shaq I'm telling you 
that split minute interview that they do with that that can be the make or break for that person as well. Man. Sean White's now a cool dude. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Was, yeah, yeah. There was millions of people watching that cool dude. Shaq is all still going to be cool. Doesn't matter what he does. And That's then true. he goes up to a random person, goes, oh, what? And then he, he goes, snubbed. got snubbed by yeah. a random person. He's like, like, nah, mate. Like, that's just crazy. That's Americans yeah. for you, though. America. Um, who was that guy? I think it was in Barcelona. He was like, oh, Martin, I love you. He was like a singer. Oh, or Sam actor. Ryder. Was it that a guy? British singer. Yeah, and also... The older guy. Yeah, no, that was... Um, uh, and he knew uh, everything, remember? He oh, fuck, he's so famous. He's the Italian one. Uh, not Robert De Niro. He's going he's out an actor, with yeah. yeah. He's going out with um Catelyn, uh, Caitlin Zeta Jones. Yeah, oh, yeah, Catherine yeah, Zeta Jones. Jones. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Michael no. Douglas. Michael Douglas. Yeah, he was really. Is Michael good. Douglas Italian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. Just <laughs> <laughs> they all are. Uh, Doug Douglas is Ciao, Michael. Ciao, Michael. But that was that was awesome. And yeah. I used that as an example. When I was talking to someone on the weekend because. They walked up to him. Brundle, you're amazing what you do. We, yeah. We've been to this place. Mm. We watch every weekend. Like, they're real fans. They're the people who should be on the grid. Yeah, yeah. Justin Bieber waving the fucking flag. Yeah, that was fucking bullshit. But you know what? Like, no one even likes Justin Bieber. No. Nobody likes him. <laughs> A 17-year-old chick's liked him. No one likes him. <laughs> Fire up, Tommy. Yeah, fucking hell. But you Sorry, know, Curtis. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> Bieber, Bieber. <laughs> This kid's like Beaver. <laughs> Loves him. Paid a dollar a while, I reckon. <laughs> but you know what? It was a um it was they hardly spoke about it anyway. It was a good it was a good balance between the celebs and the fucking Awesome balance. And I said that before, yeah. the whole weekend was a good balance. Yeah. It wasn't all about the glitz and the glam. I couldn't like, know, I talk about the celebrities. No. I like it was cool seeing like celebrities walk in, but I don't even like to talk to them. Like like it was cool to see Paris Hilton and like those wacky celebrities that you never see. You'll never see again. Correct. But and I don't need to. I don't need to hear from them about how they know fuck all about it. Yeah, that's all right. So I think that was it. Was a good mixture. Like Miami was too much. Like let's throw a party and that's you know, right. let's have yeah, a fake fucking arm. pool and yeah. like that bullshit. Like that's all fake. No one likes that. Vegas Put, shits on they Miami. They fucking park them. They parked like eight boats in the corner yeah. and like yeah. there's not even near the water. Yeah, that's like, right. don't don't fucking piss on my leg and tell me it's raining. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'll do it anyway, but <laughs> yeah. Still go for it. Yeah, okay. but you are you're hundred percent right. Sweating, yeah, like Bieber really fired you up. Must be something. Oh, that, I just there's, there's something more to it. Put Daniel. Shaq, yeah. put Shaq. Shaq wouldn't have been able to fit in the thing, waving the flag. He wouldn't have had to. He could have just stood there. Like it would have been the same. Yeah, it, anyway. it would have been like this, like a little <laughs> pit like this. <laughs> but you're hundred percent right. Like even on their socials, through their Instagram and TikTok F ones, there wasn't much on the celebrities where normally yeah there, there is when they're around. They toned it back. Yeah, cool. they put one sort of photo like a, a like it was cool to see David Beckham there and stuff. Yeah, he's um, cool. Yeah, it was um Zlatan was there with Ferrari. Oh yeah, he yeah. got an, um he got an and he's a hard he? dude to get a word out of, and I think he was probably better than I thought when they interviewed him. Yeah, so. same. Because I was expecting a bit of a oh, I don't want to talk to you so. Apparently, all the celebs get a, like a bit of a debrief about the, whether before they're about to get on. Go, you got to talk to this guy. Man, how fucking cool would it be if we were on that pot? That we were on that fucking yeah. We got interviewed. I'd be like trying to get straight in. Yeah, that's the thing. I'd be scared. like trying to stop him. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'd be like walking around following him and going like, "Oh, hey, Martin, hey, oh, I'll yeah. talk to you." Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. You just keep making eye contact. That's the. <laughs> that's that's the how. Truth. That's, that's what we did. Fr- that's what we did Friday at the back of the pits. Yeah, yeah, was it? You it? Yeah, it wasn't your bestie and Andy. One, one. One photo. One photo. He loved it. So how's the weather, mate? Yeah. <laughs> it's the best one we got nothing to say. 
oh my god like the sun's trying to peek through that's <laughs> when i was still awake when someone yeah. starts talking about the weather i think i automatically think oh he doesn't want to talk to me he doesn't he, no he, i think like they're they're trying to make conversation nah because nah. if i start talking about the weather i'm just trying to get the fuck out mm, goodness. no i'm not having a good time what are you doing what are you doing nothing you yeah, there you go. <laughs> MotoGP? Boys, what a weekend. Uh, unreal weekend. Yeah, crazy. Crazy, Just crazy, crazy. Start from the bottom and work through? Well, oh, nah, let's no, go GP. No, GP first. GP sprint race because the sprint race was the... It was, they might as well race on two different tracks. It was so different results. So, to a certain extent. <laughs> <laughs> Some, somewhat. It feels like forever ago, the sprint race. It does. It reason. always does, yeah. Yeah, it sort of gets forgotten about sometimes, doesn't it? Like, in a sense... Yeah, I think that it's interesting that, like, we do our tips, for instance, yeah? Mm. We do our tips. It's just main race. It's just main race. Because like, that's what really counts. That's what counts. Yeah. Like, it, what is the sprint race for? For Jorge Martin for to Jorge, keep himself yeah, alive right. in the championship. Community, I kind of reckon it should be a... engagement. I kind of reckon it should be a race for the for the the grid for Sunday. And make it more interesting. Yeah, make it sort of like supers. Yeah. Like a super pole race. Mm. I'm such I'm such on the fence about that though because if you crash your weekend's over that's the other thing yeah I yeah of course agree. you're starting from the yeah that will make shit racing or do it like F1 have two different qualifying sessions yeah but that's fucking but annoying that's as well I reckon, I reckon MotoGP is it's not too bad at the moment it's in a good spot yeah anyway sorry results uh, Martin first Gia second Marini third Alex Marquez fourth Peko fifth Maverick 6th, Brad Binder 7th, Quattararo 8th, Augusto Fernandez 9th, and Johan Zarco 10th. Boom. The sprint. Martin keeping himself alive. I really thought, okay, this is going to be his weekend. Yeah, it's, a, it's amazing. Yeah, I thought that was it. Yeah. yeah After I, seeing the result, I thought, yeah, that's it. I was thinking, like, it's amazing game. MotoGP how it can <clears> go <throat> like this because I'm thinking he's world champ, done. Yeah, you know? 100%. Like, and then we'll get on to the main race, which is just a totally different result. Oh, man. Insane. So, main race results are De Gia first. Boom. Peko second. Marini third. Mighty Mav fourth. Brad Binder fifth. Alex Marquez sixth. Quattararo seventh. Bastianini eighth. Miller ninth. Martin tenth. Fucking Martin, man. So... I soon as let's start for the start from the start. As soon as that that red light went off, whatever it is, and he spun up his rear tire, I knew that was it. That's I game over. Knew Are the tires that delicate? I don't know. Well, I'm surprised thing. no one spoke about it during the race. Yeah. He did that all all weekend through all he of his did. practice starts. He anyway, did. he did. So, I think that sort of goes a little bit un went a little bit unnoticed. Mm. Um, I, I was sitting there I watched it this morning I was sitting there thinking he was 1.8 seconds behind I don't know who it was maybe it was just the pack you know he was 5th yeah. sitting in 5th I'm thinking oh no he's he's racing a good race here he's, he's protecting his tires I'm thinking I this thought is that a, for like a lap and a half this is a new Martin and then I'm thinking what the fuck's going on why is Marquez he, he, I think he passed Marquez and then Marquez and then I think Vinales was coming up and I'm thinking what's going on and then it just went after yeah, that was it. got him and then it just started dropping back like a fly and definitely was a rear tire we know that because he looked at the rear tire at the end of the race yeah he said it yeah and yeah I was really I was sitting there thinking fuck I was so disappointed so disappointed I'm more disappointed because I just want the title fight to be closer in Valencia yeah and it's just shit but I think I seriously think that Martin deserves it 
Not an hour. Did you see how um you sort sort of sorry you sort of going back and forth you said but on the consistency thing though I know and I and I understand that if there wasn't for sprint races Bagnai would be it was been and done would have won the championship yeah I don't know Daniel you fucking you, you're there. just saying that because you like Martin I like yeah Martin. and I, I would have loved to see Martin win it as well I thought yeah. it, I think he was the fastest dude on the grid by a mile I think it also it throws up a different result for the championship and then it makes it all crazy yeah. you know like yeah, it just course. throws everything up yeah. and then it's, just, it's more exciting it's good for the spectacle um, he was getting so animated like trying to um, find traction he was shaking his head smashing his it helmet on the tank him. oh man for sure um, him yeah, it sucks. But like credit to Peko, he was there. He he got seconds. Um, you know, it's he's got one hand and four fingers on that trophy. I reckon. Yeah, I mean, it'd be disappointing if he wins it in the sprint, but we'll see what happens. One one good thing, like, I think Peko deserves it. Uh, he's just been the most consistent on Sunday. Yeah, realistically, he's just Sunday he's man. just a Sunday. He's just the races racer. You know. Um, and it's great. One little thing is is it, he would be the first person since I think as you guys approach Dewan to yeah. win a title for number one and take that take it over, take the uh, boogeyman thing off rolling with the number one because Hayden couldn't do it. Stoner tried twice. Lorenzo Stoner couldn't do it. So that's cool. It's a cool thing. It is. It is. A, it's a bit of a hoodoo, isn't it? Yeah, it is. They're all scared of running it, um, which I like. So yeah, I don't know. It's just annoying. He and he was talking about the retire, and he's like, "It's just a shame." He's like, "I was faster, but the retire, the retire." I don't know. He said it was just yeah, not right. But like, I don't know. But we also heard Peko as well. Like he said, "What I did today, talking about the Sunday race, he should have done on the Saturday." Mm. He encountered some tire problems, and the same can be said last weekend mm. through the sprint. It's just racing and main race as well. So they're not the first people; they're not the last people. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it kind of sucks. Martin came out and said that's a tire had to ruin the, the state yeah, of the yeah, championship. championship like, decided by a bad tire. Come on, man! Heat of the moment, though. Daniel. Yeah, heat of the moment, but it's a bit of a Marquez call that one. But you know, that's a bit of Jake Dixon about it. <laughs> yeah, that's a Jake Dixon call. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, they do they they do say that sometimes there are some bad tires in the bunch. A hundred percent, they are. I think it depends on. That's from what they say where they get it in the stack yeah because if it's closer to the top of the stack then it gets hit by the sun quicker and yeah who knows oh god well, yeah but this, this, this only happens at the end of the year when, yeah, the, when it's the title's on the line so yeah it doesn't get mentioned in the first few races yeah as soon as yeah as soon as those lives went out I was like that. Nah. yeah it was nah. game over yeah. so what are you like it was really interesting seeing the GP22 bikes looks probably arguably stronger throughout the race I, I mean, think they were I mean Bagnai got to the lead straight up in the main race and then no one touched him until obviously a few laps to go but it seemed like those GP22 bikes were were a step above well they were definitely better under braking yeah so in the post post race cool down the boys were talking about it um, and even Peko said the 22 was much better under yeah. braking obviously riding it last year mm. and seeing the guys in front mm. on it throughout the other racing through the, through the weekend so that was an interesting takeaway when they were talking about that mm. so yeah it was interesting and, and Marini getting stuck in that pack for probably just too long I felt like he wasn't aggressive enough throughout the race yeah it's probably maybe uh, cost him a race win I think probably did to be honest that's a good point I think it's he that's probably the, his biggest letdown yeah as a racer is that see you next Thursday like he doesn't have that <laughs> yeah yeah we yeah Joel Kelso disease 
Yeah, great, a great rider, great talent. Hundred um, percent. But in those pack events, you need to be like a Marquez or a Martin or yeah, a, Martin yeah, was aggressive you, as fuck you, on Saturday. Yeah. Or or even um, Quattararo to a yeah. certain extent on Sunday. Like he had a great, as you said, a great couple of moves. Like his move on. He's moving on Martin. I know Martin was going back, but it was just so beautiful what to watch, wasn't move, it? Man, he mm. just tucked it in, yeah. chucked it up the inside, clean as fuck. Yeah, it yeah. was. You know, and like we, it sucks because he would do that on the regular when he was fighting for the wins. Yeah. Like, it sucks that we don't get to see it as often. But yeah, yeah, I think you're 100 percent spot on about Marini. He's just got to get yeah. a little bit more about him. Um, he's only four seconds off the win in the end. He was not far. He, yeah. he did get beaten up a little bit by Alex Marquez, Binder. Binder as well, yeah. Um, and yeah. I think Vinales. I think Vinales got close to him yeah, as well. Yeah, chased him down. That was close. It wasn't far off on that one. And did you? Yeah, I mean, it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. It just, just, everything's just gone right for him since Phillip Island. So, awesome to see. I, I, I love it. VR46, what's going on? So, it's 99.99% done that... Marini is going to go to Repsol Honda. Well, yeah, they came out and said they're looking at the Moto Two talent pool during the live feed. So I think that tells you that yeah. Marini's done. Yeah. So boys, talk to me about why Digi's not going to be a fit for VR Forty Six. Is it is it I'll, sponsorship? Uh, no, because he's no longer with Red Bull. So there's no. But wouldn't that be a perfect fit? I just don't understand. He's, he's, I know he's not in the academy, but Aldegar's not in the academy. And he's, yeah, he's. You know, and yeah. Arbolino, he's not in the academy, so if one of I them come he up, was. no. Are you sure? So I think there was a thing about the academy, and if, listener, correct me if I'm I'm wrong or fewer. If someone was Red Bull sponsored, they would take like they wouldn't go to the academy because the academy was backed by Monster, because that was like Rossi's sponsor, and mm-hmm. they sort of did yep. that whole thing. So that's why like Bashanini, De Gia, um, uh, who did you just say? Sorry, not De Gia. Uh, and Arbolino, yeah, 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 because they're all Red Bull backed. That's why they're not in the academy. Oh, Bastianini's Red Bull backed. He was, he yep. was. Yeah, yeah. I, yep. I swear, I thought Arbolino was fucking part of it. VR forty six. No. He's not. No. I'll tell you. Um, Jeez, now I've lost my bloody train. No, 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 you were saying. Oh. Um, <laughs> I, was, oh, I really so get the, de- the yeah. I was getting excited. Yeah, this. yeah. So, <laughs> I think so. They've come out and said uh, we want a Moto two rider for for whatever reason it was. I think that's <laughs> stupid because. If you're going on stats, De Gia's done more than Marini. Yeah. As if you wouldn't take him. Marini hasn't won a race. Yeah. And he's had, what, two podiums, two second place finishes in and his career? Sh- and he's shown some X Factor today. Oh, yesterday. Like, like, and that's the thing. Yeah. De Gia's finally got the bike set up how he wants it to be set up. If, you know, since yeah. just before Philip Island or whatever it was, they gave him the bike he wanted and the setup he wanted. And he's shown that. Wasn't there something about a finger rear brake, thumb rear brake or something that he changed on the bike? He changed a couple little yeah, silly things like that. Apparently ever since he did that, it's just worked for him. That's right. So they allowed him to do what he wants mm. on the bike and it has worked. So I think they're very silly for saying that he doesn't fit the bill. That's a rough man. That's so I'm rough. Telling He's you, not getting to see. I just don't get it. Like why would you pick a, a Spanish rider when you've got a development Italian team? That's right. It just does not make sense to it me It doesn't. It doesn't. Well, they got Vietti in the academy, but he but he signed to KDM to go up with mm. KDM in twenty five. Yeah, so Vietti's oh, there think... next, like right, you gotcha. uh, sort of right, project, you if you will. Mm. If that makes sense. G'day guys, thanks for tuning in. Just want to say a massive shout out to our friends of the podcast and sponsor, the Color Cartel. Uh, check out the link below. They uh, do all custom work, wear apparel. They look after all our shirts. 
jump on their website, Facebook, Insta, give them some support. Um, boys, I know we're fucking chucking shit at the wall and hoping it's six, but any anyone else in the Moto2 field that you think could possibly go into that seat? Not no, really. Arbolino seems Arbolino. like a, it, it seems like an obvious choice. The only, and I'm not saying it because it's pod favorite, but Manu Gonzalez rides for VR46 Master Camp. It's the only one that kind of, yeah, you know, just yeah. purely on the ties of VR46. I think he would love another that, year in the Moto2. I don't bike. think that's going to happen. Yeah, but I don't think Arbolino. I don't know. I still don't. I still wouldn't even one. trust Fermanel to get because Alonso Lopez did this last year. He yeah, did this exact much. thing on the same bike. Yeah, it's weird, isn't and it? And then just... he, you know, he's been consistent, Alonso Lopez, but he hasn't been a Pedro Acosta. So yeah, it just, I just, I don't get it. Like, if, if I was VR46, I'll just put Digier in. Even if you put him in for a year. Yeah. Because he's going to take a year. Yeah. He and knows he, the bike. He knows the bike. It's, there must be it, more. There must be. That's more what I'm thinking. It. There has to be more to yeah. it. Has he has he pissed off someone in the BR46? Maybe he's probably from a different part of Italy, and they don't <laughs> get along. And who different, knows? Different it's coffee like, beans. Like yeah, stuff different, like that. different. Fifty different countries in that country, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, because yeah. the cheese they makes better, and they can't be you know put down. Who knows? I don't know. There's something there. Like he's the head of VR Lucio has come out and said we're not not 100 discounting his coming, Did but pretty are? much yeah, they're pretty much saying we're not interested in him. It doesn't make it, it, it makes sense. no sense. It's at just all. crazy. Like, there's a lie. There's a fuck. There's a lie. There's a big fat there, lie there. Well, there's something that's happened in the past. We're calling it here first on the pod that something's happened in the past that. They don't like him for some reason. Yeah, that or they're trying to really keep it under wraps. Or Marini's staying and he's going to Repsol. No, that's done. But I think it's done. And I think there was a photo that Al Daguerre and his manager were talking to uh, VR46 in the back of a pits too. It just makes no... It just... It makes no sense. sense. I I don't think it makes sense. I don't mind the move from um, Marini going to Repsol. Oh, look, I think it's his best best and only shot at getting the factory right. He's just got too many... Like, he might as well go and try something different. Like, is he really going to go and beat... Bagnaia, Martin on the same bike? Probably not. Probably not. No, so not. he's got to go try something different. And, and, and if and if it works out for him and he helps develop this bike alongside Zarco, for example, yeah. then the guy looks gets looked at as a hero. Yeah, and it'll be actually a good team to be in because you won't have Marquez there. You know, that's they, right. They, they'll they'll um, what's the word? Uh, There's no pressure from your teammate. Yeah, basically, and you know they'll develop the bike evenly, not just all go to Marquez. And yeah. like you look at Repsol team as a whole, getting having Mir there, having Marine there, it looks like a better team, and yeah. they've got something to work with. Yeah, like if you start young, putting two young guys. Yeah, if you start putting Leco owner in there and stuff, it's like Paul Paul Spargo. Like, is it real? There's nothing there, if that makes sense. Like these two young young enough guys can work with a team, develop mm. the bike. And then get some success, hopefully. Because imagine with Repsol up there again. Like, that'd be cool as... Yeah, you need it. Repsol without Marquez's dream, you know? Yeah, he'll be yeah. winning on the Grassini bus. So don't worry about it. The, the Red Bull Grassini. The Red Bull Grassini. Sponsors going across. I don't see... If Eldegaer goes to um, VR46, I don't see him even getting top 10 in the championship next year. I don't see him getting top 12. Just doesn't fit. I mean, I, I love the fact that he's always had Italian, Italian riders in there. Yeah, it makes no sense to, to change that. At all, but yeah, it, it is baffling, especially after his recent performances at Dejia's potentially out of a job. I oh know it's so it's so rough. But you got to remember, boys. Fucking six weeks ago, Dejia's done nothing. Same with Aldegar. Yeah, hundred percent. Exactly. True. Like it changes so quickly that right. some young kid six weeks ago has done nothing, won a few races in Moto Two, and then might get a Moto GP slot. Like the only difference, the only exception to that 
rule is Fabio Quadraro. Yeah, you're right. On they, a Boscoscuro. I think it might have been a yeah, Boscoscuro as well. Because you called that back then. I remember you saying, this guy, like, he's, he's got X-Factor, but he hasn't won enough races. Yeah, he hasn't so, done enough in Moto2. Yeah, so he won... But And it was earlier on in the season through, like, Mugello, Catalonia, maybe early start of Europe. Yeah. Or Mid-Europe, where cream rises to the top. Yeah, yeah, they start... Um, the, t- the team starts chatting over for Espresso. Yeah. 15 a day, mate. 15. For <laughs> the heart attack. <laughs> um, and that's... And, it's cut it down to 13. Yeah. <laughs> on a good day. Yeah. Um... <laughs> oh, I've lost my train of thought. Sorry, now. sorry, sorry. No, um, Quattararo back in that season won the th- he won three weekends yeah, in a row. I think yeah. at the perfect time of the year. Yeah, just about all he podium yeah. won and podiums. Yeah. Um, and he was the only exception to the rule and actually did something to it. But he can- he was different because he was coming in as the next fucking big thing, the next alien, the next Rossi. Yeah, um, never really lived up to it until he then won those races in Moto Two. Then Moto GP was amazing. That's right. And the other thing we don't we don't understand all the stuff that goes behind the scenes. Little yeah, injuries, that's... bike issues. We don't get this. The and you know the back of the pits, the more tr- talking to each oh, other, sure. and, and they, you know, Eldergan might have a relationship with <clears throat> with the guys from VR46. We don't know. Yeah, he might go and train there. Yeah, he could. He could have a relationship. They could be mates. Like they get to know each other. Yeah, that's, that's where right. all the rumors start. So yeah, because I know that you know he might speak all... Italian. Yeah, probably not hard. <laughs> but is Rossi? Has he taken a step back from that team? Does it sound like? And it's getting. Now- I don't. I don't think he's. He's just got his name on it. Yeah. I don't think he has much to do with it at all. I mean, he's racing cars, so. But I think. He, he's I more think he's still finally. I think he still signs off on everything. He's still the owner of the team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think Uche still reports so. to him. Well, he probably. Um, but you know, I just don't think he'd be running the day-to-day stuff. Yeah. No. Nah, it sounds like Lucio is. Yeah. Um. No. Back to the race, boys. Couple of points. What did we think of mapping eight? <laughs> they came out post race and said well, it was five, five laps to go. Five laps to yeah, go. I, no dramas. I, I'd call bullshit on that straight away. Hundred um, percent. And the he did a great job at fucking hiding that, didn't he? The team, um, yeah, team Prince. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Carchetti. Carchetti. Yeah, that was funny. I was like, dude, just the jigs. Yeah, he's like, oh, I, don't, I don't know what everyone was talking about. Like, <laughs> yeah. he, he was just like, no one even talked about it yet. It was just like, it was just like so raw at that moment. Yeah. So, like, it wasn't like it was being in the papers for five days, bro. Like, settle down. <laughs> So it was. He was already on the defense before he like no one was ever was on the offense. Like oh, that's hilarious as. So yeah, I mean, it goes back to Lorenzo and and Dovi and Dovi back in the day. So Lorenzo would have been loving it seeing that. Yeah, hundred percent. Bad MotoGP means Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. But man, I it was a fucking cheer at seven o'clock this morning when I saw Digia put the move up the inside. Yeah, and I thought man. fucking good on him. Yeah, fucking. If hope. he stuck behind him. And let that race... And I would have been so fucking disappointed. Yeah, same. Yeah, it would have been shit. Because it was just... Yeah, like... It was like almost last year's championship when it was just Ducati's... Mm. Just, you know... Barriers. As as Daniel said, he has nothing to lose. He was just going to take the win. He's out of a seat. He's out of a seat. Take the win. Why not? He would have got actually more respect for taking the win, even from some of the guys in Ducati, than staying behind, I'm telling you. Yeah. 100%. It was your Tardocci's and all those would have been happy. That was about it. And... Peko Banyai got caught in his slipstream but this comes back to our conversation as well yeah. is I fucking hate the tarmac runoff yeah, yeah it yeah. would have been so much better and it would have made that first corner even more impressive if it was gravel trap true and that was the first thing I well, thought of when he ran off and I was like oh it's not even like all it did was just almost save his race it'll be save not, his race because he wasn't fighting with him anyway yeah, yeah it was like because it was like Bez at Silverstone on the back straight when he ran wide into the sand trap 
on like the third last corner. Was that Bez? I'm pretty sure. Uh, can't fuck, remember. Oh, no, I can't remember. That's when we got stuck in the slipstream. Went straight ahead into the sand strap. Oh yes, yes, yes. I know what you're talking about yep. now. Yep. Um, that, little... Yeah. Yeah. Similar situation. That's it's almost a similar corner as well. Yeah. A quick bad hander. So yeah. Who knows? It, it changes their mindset when it's a gravel track. Yeah, that's all right. And it actually causes more passing because you can be later on the brakes, be a bit more daring because mm. you know there's the bigger consequence. Yeah. So I'm telling you, they'll break a few meters before if there was a travel, gravel trap there. Yeah. Every, yeah. every lap. Yeah. You know? Yeah, not going to set it up there a bit harder. That's all right. Absolutely not. Um, it was yeah. good, man. It was good to see him win. Oh, I'm so happy. Thoroughly deserved. Yeah. Really disappointing from from Alicia Spargo. No, it's just oh, good out to bring that up. Like... Just super unprofessional. Not a good look for the kids. Well, we've been talking about... We spoke about this, I think, last week. Um, yeah. Hot about hotheads. Yeah. He's just too much, man. And he, cra- he crashed in the sprint race. Did he get run up the arse or did he run up the arse of Oliveira? Was that... I didn't I see a replay he, of that. I yeah, didn't see it either. I think he might have got tangled up. I, I don't thought think it was it a was bit of karma <laughs> when he broke a bone in his left arm or whatever yeah. it was after slapping. But, man, okay, put this in perspective. If I reckon if Bagnaia did that... Or Marquez did that. Fucking front page news. Oh, any day of the week. Yeah, yeah. he slaps them fucking yeah. and hard, you know. Like, that's... And he said... He, uh, uh, okay, so I've got a few quotes here. So this is from Morbidelli and then from Alicia Spargo. So Morbidelli thinks, says, We all think he is a problem. You've seen him overacting many, many times in his career. He has more episodes to be ashamed of than to be proud of. I have nothing to say to him. He usually has a disappointment, exaggerated and violent, and violent reactions. Then Alicia, this is Alicia Spargo's apology on Instagram. Now, it's a little bit long and it's broken English, so you'll get the gist of it. Um, in yesterday's, and remember, this is an apology. In yesterday's <laughs> fall, I cracked my whatever he cracked. I, today, I tried to put the pain that made it impossible for me to give, give it, so I had to quit. Obviously, I'm still embarrassed embarrassed by my behavior yesterday, so I acknowledge my guilt and accept the punishment. Despite losing reaction, despite losing reason, reacting like this, I think it's unfair that I was judged for only five <laughs> seconds, and he was walking on the track, blocked me three curves that I almost fell, and after, um, or did not let me on the track. So it's broken English. Yeah. Already the week passed. I call Mark like a dog. Every GP hinders. One or the other at the end of the tension, it's hard to manage reactions. But worst of all, in his statements, he put my family in the middle. To me, he deserves zero respect. Once again, I apologize and accept the consequences. But I want to give my point of view and put everything into context but, because but, it's, but. it's not fair that I'm the only one to blame. Good night. He hit him. He hit him. Doesn't make any sense. We'll put some subtitles down for that one. Yeah, well. yeah. That, wasn't, that wasn't broken English. James just struggled to read. <laughs> um, I read at a second grade level, right? But you know, and he's had a couple of like even the incidents in Malaysia last week as even well. With his own crew. Yeah, like slapping the thing. Like he's getting worse. He's, I think he's he's done his dash. Move him on. But it, That's going to be the next challenge. I'm, I'm next not year. the only one to blame, but he was the one that fucking hit Morbidelli. Yeah, that was not a good look, man. I mean, it's that was pretty bad. Mistakes happen. Like, it's not a good look. You don't and do that. I'm and telling you, if it was another rider, it would be fucking yeah. yeah we just said yeah. Like if it was Marquez, man, he would have oh. he would have raced penalty or something. I reckon Marquez. Oh no, Spanish, Spanish. <laughs> that would have given him pole. <laughs> It's fucked. It's plus, a plus five second penalty. <laughs> yeah. 
automatic win. <laughs> Fight off for the rest of the position. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, that's the funny. But yeah, he they need. You know what? They need need. They need. A, they need a movie on. That's. He's, I think he, so. he's done fuck all this year, and he's gonna do fuck all next year. And they're on too good of a bike. Him and Mav. Maverick show. I would rather keep Maverick than Aleish. And Maverick still shows glimmers of hope. Um, but I think he's past. I think he's past his prime now. Anyway, yeah, he's getting yeah. older. They need to put mm. two. They need to put maybe an experienced rider on, and maybe a young gun on. Do they have any affiliation with any Moto Two teams? There's no Aprilia Moto Two. No, nah, they used to be Grassini, but now yeah. they're just Aprilia, Aprilia. So yeah, okay. Fucking Fabio Quadraro needs to be on that bike. Quadraro on a young gun. Yeah. Yeah. Like a Lopez or something. Yeah. Or an Aldeguer, whatever. Yeah, that's all right. That's that's the play because... Or a Juan Masia. He's fucking nowhere, man. He's fucking nowhere. <laughs> Boot him straight into the GP, you reckon? Yeah, do a... Um, we better... Do, uh, do a Miller. We better touch on Moto2. <laughs> Moto2. Uh, so we'll go through the results of Moto2. Our boy Manuel Gonzalez. What a G. What an absolute G. Uh, Fermin Aldeguer, first. Uh, pod favourite, Manu Gonzalez, second. Hey. Aaron Canet, third. Iger, fourth. Standard. <laughs> Jake Dixon, fifth. Standard. Fieti, sixth. Standard uh, for Dixie. He's always fifth. Fifth, fifth or crashes. Fifth or crash. Yeah. Sumkert Chantra, uh, seventh. Acosta, eighth. Alonso Lopez, ninth. And Tony Arbolino, tenth. I'm going to challenge you on this, Daniel. I reckon that is the same top 10 in a, other, at a, in a different order than last week. Probably. It's seriously... No, no, it's not because um, Gonzalez got punted off by Aldeguer last week. Ah, uh, he drew, true, 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 true. But the last three weeks, those top... Those 10 just seem to be that level above the rest. Maybe yep. Joe Roberts. Sam Lowe's is done. Uh, yes, it's his last race next well, week. Yeah, Actually, he, he is done. Swap yeah. out Marcus Ramirez with... Um, Manu Gonzalez, Manu Gonzalez, that's probably, that's probably yeah. the top 10. It's crazy. It's so similar. Where I think MotoGP is similar to a certain extent, but there's probably the top 15 guys that are in the top 15 most weeks. Yeah. You got the Hondas are always, you know, Floating Taka. Around. Yeah. Taka. <laughs> it was a good race, the Moto2 race, but... Yeah. I thought you there. fell asleep, bro. <laughs> no, I did at the end when I crossed the line. <laughs> oh, at work as well. <laughs> On my lunch break. Um, <laughs> at work at the Motorsport Republica shop. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Elder Blitz through the field, took the W, faster than everyone else. Easy. Much faster. Just, just putting in quick laps for fun. Why? Yeah. What's happened? Taking the mickey. What's happened? I don't know, man. It's the same thing again with Alonso Lopez last year. I don't know. I don't know if, you know, he's got a new girlfriend, he's getting some chains or something like that, but something. Cappuccino. Yeah, some cappuccinos. Fuck it, that does do it to you. It normally slows you down, though. <laughs> Not well, fucking speeds you up. Bloody hell. Can't believe it. I just. Less stress. It, it, the exact same thing happened with. Lopez last year though it is it's identical so yeah yeah Crazy. so um uh Pedro Costa what did he get eighth or something like eighth, that yeah so couldn't couldn't hack it all weekend doesn't really. like that track yeah he's probably a bit of a bogey track standard yeah. win the championship and then like don't doesn't care about the other two races nah he'll come out and dominate next weekend Valencia home yeah, track home track we'll see that'll be a good race I reckon that'll be a good race that was it was a good always motor, great, motor 2 race it's always great racing at the go-kart track <laughs> it is a go-kart track legit South no, was, go-kart it was, track it was a good race uh, Kinnett just can't hack it at the front but no he's just he just crumbles oh, man in between the years mate they're all thereabouts yeah and our boy Manny Gonzalez. Dude, what a race. Yeah. Pace all week. Yeah. Again, cut through the field. It was fifth, sixth, something like that. Yeah. And did really well. Got yeah, seconds. He's going he's to be really good and next year. And fought, and fought for the line. Fought to the line. Just won Just by like a fucking beast. Point two or something. It was nuts. Yeah. It, it was, was really, really good. Oguru was 
fourth, was he, Daniel? Yep. Because he was yeah, just correct. fourth as well, I think. I think he just lost out the Kinnett. Yeah, look at oh, that. Oh, no, look, at the, look at this. Oh, yeah, nah, two, two seconds difference. But the gap there, Aragura and Dixon were, was close. Oh, at least he uh, got a... 0.09 seconds, sorry, between Gonzalez and Kinnett. Um, and at least uh, Aigura and Dixon. Oh, yeah. So it was a close one. At least Aigura got a close win somewhere. It was for fourth, but, you know, it is what it is. Standard. Standard. <laughs> Standard. Standard. Uh, but, yeah, nothing really major went on in the, in the race, except Roberts almost launched himself. Yeah. Moto two's Moto two has improved though in the last couple of years. Like I remember the early um, years was um, tough, ass. man. Like yeah. and and you looked, it was seriously just they just used to go around. There wasn't many much passing, no. big big gaps, huge gaps. There's always going to be big gaps in that category though. Like why though? Doesn't make sense. They're all got the same engine. Doesn't it's, uh, it's pretty much all got the same chassis except the what? There's three different chassis in the Boston Scuro, Kalex, and and Empanati. Says down there. Lempinati forward forward oh, racing that's it that's an ugly bike as well um, yeah I, I don't know I don't think anyone knows do they I think it's one of those things you probably push it in different ways yeah different style of bike to different ride different style I don't know if there's a weight like limits it probably there would be like as such you know varying riding styles and stuff because you can ride them in different ways mm. in Moto3 you can only ride the bike mm. sort of that one way yeah, you've got more experienced guys in there, I guess, and you've got you know, your Moto3 guys moving up so they're not going to be as experienced, be as fast. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's a weird one. But good category, the, but... The, yeah, it is a good category, and the racing has been better. Yeah, it's enjoy- It's enjoyable to watch. Where five years ago, I, yeah, it was a skip. I don't, yeah, it was you know. Yeah. yeah. It started... I reckon it started getting pretty good when Miguel Oliveira and Binder were up there. Yeah. I think that's when the racing was getting better. Maybe like yeah, 19. 17, like 18. 17, 18 yeah. Started coming really good. There were some close title battles. Mm. I think I started probably getting into it when uh, Fernandez and Remy Gardner had their yeah. battle. Because that was obviously had a close two, interest being the Aussie. 20, 2021. Yeah, two years ago. Yeah. 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 Even the year before was a really good year. Yeah. That was a really solid year as well. Mm, good point. But yeah. Good Moto3. Category. Moto3. Now dissect this for me, boys, because... Bit of controversy around this one. Oh, massive controversy. And um, I don't know how... I actually... I don't know. So what's, what do we got for the results? So Massia first, uh, Alonso second, Onchu third, Ricardo Rossi fourth, Perez fifth. Checo Perez. S- yeah, <laughs> double, doubled up. Isn't that boom, motorsport team? Boom. Sasaki sixth, Vitaly seventh, Toba eighth, Holgado ninth, Convoyer tenth. And congratulations to Juan Masia. Yeah, world three champion. world champion. Good way to do it off the top step, eh? Yep. Only way, I reckon. Gold helmet. Looked sick. Yep, number one. Leopard with the blue. Uh, another Alpine Stars winner, Grand uh, champion. They have it's, taken... The, it's going to take all three. It's taken all three. Yeah. We were talking about this the other day. Mm. Yeah, they just... Uh, it's just got it all, man. In all motorsports. You guys yeah. are big fans. Alpine Huge. Star. Yeah, they're amazing. Very great brand well, good grant brand to seem to be a part of as well if you're going to be a racer that's the one I'll be with yeah 100% get all the cool no motocross stuff it. all the cool road stuff mm. cool gear so what did uh, what do you guys think of Masia too aggressive so he was poor little Sasaki so a little fella little fella couldn't hack it um so he he was what he was too aggressive on the same corner yeah, twice turn six. To, turn six to Sasaki yeah um, really pushed him out wide. 
you could see he was jumping on the, the brakes real late. Oh, yeah. He was never yeah. making it. And and credit where credit's due to Sasaki, he was aggressive about 15 rounds too late. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, is Sasaki staying at that team next year? Ah, oh, the Japanese never move up, mate. They they, they die in Moto Three. <laughs> like staying at that team though, it's, like, like, cho- ch- it's like chopsticks. They, <laughs> don't, they don't move the fork, <laughs> knives and forks. <laughs> they don't like change. Nah. <laughs> you know, you have wooden doors or paper doors. They still choose the paper. <laughs> it's like Homer Simpson. You know when he walks through it in The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit <laughs> sorry for this is what the microphone would have just deafened them I think <laughs> um, but the big the big um, thing that everyone was talking about was obviously Masia I, I get it honestly I would do the same I would do the same I'd be I'd be pushing people out wide I'd be pushing my closest rival out wide within the within the rules yeah he got a warning but he didn't get a penalty that's right um, I'll do that as well. Adrian Fernandez ultimate was wingman. ultimate wingman. You want him at the bar with you because um, he was really going hard against Sasaki, um, and he he put up a post on <laughs> he put up a post on Instagram. Had to turn his comments off. He was getting that much hate. Oh, really? Um, From the Japanese? Surely not. They're beautiful, nah, pe- nah, beautiful nah. people. Nah, I don't. Do they even have social media over there? <laughs> um, uh, so he he sense yeah. it sense it sense it. <laughs> Tommy's lost it, and he's like, "Don't he sense it." Pixelated the pixelated. <laughs> oh no, Tom. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's, why they, that's why they use the octopus tentacles. Oh, oh my god. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> sense. I didn't know what he was talking about. I was just laughing because he was laughing. Um, uh, we'll discuss this later. Sorry, guys. Oh, fuck. Fuck, that's so funny. So, <laughs> regain yourself. Um, Adrian Fernandez had to turn off his comments because he's getting that much hate, <laughs> and he's basically everyone's hating Juan Massia now as well because his his teammate was throwing it up the inside. Oh mate, that's racing. That's what your teammates for. Yeah, bad motor GP memes even cracked it at him. Really, Simon Crafer liked it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I think being a teammate, being overly aggressive is probably not that fair. But I think if you if Massia's, I think Ma, no Massia hasn't got a problem, but. Like, I, you look at Perez on Hamilton in 2021. I was just about to say. Abu Dhabi. I mean, like, well, they, we cheered for that. I mean, it was so good because yeah. I'm just so sick of seeing Hamilton win every every year. So, I, I, yeah, it's racing. Um, I'd have to look at the moves again, to be honest. Um, but Sasaki doesn't, again, goes back. Does He doesn't deserve the championship. He hasn't been the outstanding one no, this Massey year. has been. Massey has. Yeah, Massey has been yeah. the man. So, he deserves yeah. the championship. He does. He does. And as I said, Sasaki needed to be more aggressive 15 fucking rounds ago. Yeah, 100%. Um... And I feel for him because it sucks, but he, he just got beat up, man. He, he got, did. He got he, bashed. At the three laps to go, he uh, he was I think he was leading off second, and then he just got swamped. And then Adrian Fernandez fucking sniffed him out and just. Why did yeah. Fernandez finish so far back in the end? Because he was trying to fight him. Uh, oh, because that was a big pack, obviously, as well, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it was real tight, actually. Yeah. Um. And then yeah, he was just throwing everything at it. That Sasaki just to put him off. He did. 
you know, is it the most ethical way to do it? Probably not. Mm. But to win a title, would I be doing the exact same thing? And would 99% of everyone else be doing the exact same thing? 100%. Fucking earth. They Man, they're not going to talk about, in five years' time, they're not going to talk about no. that race in... Correct. They're going to talk about a world champion. Exactly right. So, you always go... And it's the same as Didja, going for that win yeah. in, in the main race. Like... Are they going to talk about fucking how he spoiled the championship? No, you're going to talk about your first race win. And you may never get another chance. That's yeah. right. So exactly. you're always, if once you're a Grand Prix winner, you're always a Grand Prix winner. And in Can't that, that and in no. that team with Adrian Fernandez, he would be just about as loved as what they are with Massey right now for helping him win that title. Yeah. Well, so. it's, uh, I mean, credit to him too, because he's only a rookie. Yeah. For him to, th- well, I mean, he would have been given the word up, <clears throat> to, you know, help you. <laughs> he fucking away. went hard. But man, for a kid... <laughs> That's his first year in to yeah. go start throwing up moves like that, especially in the heat and the pack that it was when and, it happened. Like it was busy. Like there was the, a lot of a lot of guys around when that was happening. To scare Sasaki out of it, all you gotta do is just go boo and he'll fucking <laughs> he'll he'll whimper and to throw the bike up the inside about six times into five different corners, you know, you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna do well. Pixelated. Um but look, credit credit to Sasaki. He did come back hard. He tried to bloody fight and bring him to next week. He did, and he almost caught back up and then just put gave too much of a hand for a throttle. <laughs> almost ended up in the grandstand. He did. The non-existent grandstands. <laughs> but that's Moto three. He's won the title. I um I don't have to live through my bet that I put last week that if it went down to Valencia, I yeah. put two grand on that. Yep. Oh, true. Um, but yeah, he already got scared out of it. So, does, how many races does Sasaki win for the year? None. None. He got there seconds. There you go. You know, it's fucking. No, don't deserve the world championship. No. I picked Massey for the start of the year. Actually, I was looking at that today at the at work. Yeah. Yeah. I think Happy we both that. had him. Mm. Yep. Yeah. I think even Curtis did. Curdy. Um, Onshu jump start. Blatant jump oh, start. Yeah, it's almost a Lorenzo esque. <laughs> yeah. How does that happen? Just too eager. Yeah. Too eager. Especially for him, he needs to get out in front. Yeah, because he had a slim chance. Um, yeah. Copped a double long lap, but man, bring it back into second. Fuck well, that's yeah. where that... That, uh, that third, sorry. That long double long yeah. lap rule is so much better. Like, drive-through penalty, he's gone. Finished. The race over. So, fellas, did you see the uh, Baja 1000s over the weekend? Massive race in Mexico. Bar yeah, I did. I I had I saw some news and I actually tried to do some research. Yeah, and I couldn't I couldn't do it. Yeah, uh, and I thought James is going to be all over this for the yeah. pod. So you tell us, mate, because apparently it's an amazing story. So there's two stories out of it. Toby Price racing it got seventh in the trophy trucks. Mad um, is got to be one of the hardest races you can do. Thousand miles. I think they end up doing like thirteen hundred miles or roughly something like that. Um, it's, Why do they do? more than a thousand well because it's not like a track yeah right you know you gotta find, also, you gotta as, find the crow, way. as the crow flies it's a thousand yeah yeah gotcha <clears throat> yep. um over two days two yep. nights i think some can do it just over 24 hours for cars bikes it's longer yeah like you see the sunrise rise twice something like that um there's a really good movie on the baja 1000 it's called dust to glory i think you boys probably have both seen it yeah um, anyway, the story comes out and I saw it came through all over my um, Facebook um, of Aussie, Dutch Aussie kid, uh, and I hope I'm pronouncing this right, Wouter Jan van Dijk um, from Kabulcha. He flew from Australia to San Diego and then bought a bike off Craigslist, so like their gum tree, rode it down to the Baja 1000 race. <laughs> 
then had to he he got his tires were bald, so then he had to find parts for it for because it didn't pass scrutineering, and then race, and then he raced the Ironman. So the Baja One Thousand is a team event, um, but he just ran it. He did the Ironman event, so he was two days flat out riding nonstop by himself. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. there's only like fifteen people that actually enter that. <laughs> I um the little snippet that I read was he he got down there uh, after riding to the event. And all the other riders don't do any riding 48 hours yeah, before yeah, because yeah, they're, yeah. they're, they're, they're going to try to stay off the bike as much as they can. They can't, he's, the, the kid, <laughs> he's ridden down from San Diego. I, it, it, it felt like the world's fastest Indian vibes. Yeah, it is one of the most amazing things. And there'll be more that will come out of it. And this is as much as I know. We'll, we'll play this video here and we'll, um, uh, this guy depicts it a bit better. Yeah. Um, okay, y'all. I had to make a post about this guy from Australia, kid really from Australia, that everybody is talking about uh, that raced the Baja 1000. I don't know how to pronounce his name, but I'm going to put it down uh, in the text section. But this dude apparently rode the Ironman class in the Baja 1000. Looks like he finished ninth. Um, you know, already a big deal onto itself, but uh, it's even a bigger deal when we find out that this kid flew from Australia to the U.S., bought a bike. Uh, at first, I thought he bought a new bike, but no, he bought a used bike uh, in uh, San Diego. And then he rode the bike all the way down to La Paz, Mexico to race the Baja 1000. Rode it there. Most guys that race the Baja 1000 wouldn't be on a bike in the days leading up because they know they're going about to go 1,000 miles. Um, anyway, by the time he got there, he wore his tires out. He had to get new tires and other parts to pass uh, tech inspection. And then he raced 1,300 grueling miles through the unforgiving Baja Desert with no pit crew or any support system whatsoever, uh, just the kindness and hospitality of others keeping him gas-fed and fixed along the way. The off-road community has been keeping an eye on this guy, and it was kind of like a uh, we-can't-believe-our-eyes sort of thing. Here he is, uh, kind of looks like me in my exact fly gear and a uh, well, skinnier version of me in my exact fly gear and my exact CD boots, uh, trying to get some food down between uh, between sessions. Here you can get a little bit of the idea of the distance traveled. Uh, regardless, guys, this is just, this is nuts. Uh, I can't imagine doing this at all, much less flying to, uh, you know, some other continent uh, and doing this. So props to this guy, just absolutely amazing. Wow, so that's, that's crazy. It. So it's probably one of the best stories to come out all year. For our Spotify listeners, are we going to clip that in? Yeah, they'll so hear, they all hear, that. hear all that. Cool. Yeah, they'll hear all that. Amazing. Um, it was, yeah, it's incredible. And he's, I think it's one of his, his tire was fucking cooked at near the end of it and they just zip tied it all together. His rear tire, Toby Price special. Um, so to do that, like massive props to him. It's uh, really caught on um, what he's done. So, I just don't know how he's done it, man. He's raced Fink a bunch of times. Um, he did the same thing with Romaniacs, which is one of the hardest races as well. So the kid's just a fucking so, yeah, it's it's gotta, weapon. It's got to be like a loose screw. Like you just go, let's do it. You know, he's gone out there by himself just for his own personal... Rode down, like no support crew, nothing, and then finishes it. God, he must love his class. own company. <laughs> Bloody hell. We hardly survived Mount Disappointment, let alone <laughs> fucking doing that. Yeah, like even like a, a th- even like a thirteen hundred mile just on the road <laughs> would fucking yeah, kill me. Because- you know, like in two days on on like tarmac. Yeah, I'd yeah. be gone. Yeah. You know, in the desert. 
in the sand. Yeah, stuff that. It makes it so hard. They need, oh. they need to make a documentary out of that. That is incredible. They need to make a documentary out of that. Or a movie, because there wouldn't be any footage of him <laughs> documentary. Uh, so it's um, <laughs> incredible. So, yeah, honestly, uh, props to Valtar Jan Van Dyke <laughs> from Kabulcha. Good stuff, brother. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome, man. Can't we'll afford. have you on the pod one day. Yeah, well, oh, let's yeah. get him on. Yeah, I'd love to hear. I'd love to hear his story. Yeah. Be oh man, like it would be like with kids <laughs> in a candy store. Yeah, yeah, wouldn't want to hear that. Can the fucking Aussies? Yeah, wholesome. But yeah, that's uh, that's it. And then uh, Paris Supercross was on over the weekends. Jet uh, one Hunter Lawrence on his 450 debut got second, and Cooper <laughs> Webb got third, and Aussies are fucking killing it. So that's mad. How good's that? Even away from motorsports, they're killing it, eh? Yeah, Aussies in the cricket. Yeah, it's all awesome. up. Yeah, what a, that's crazy. Yeah, it's the best, man. So good. So, yeah, how good? Big uh, weekend next week. Yeah, I think tips, I suppose. Yeah. What have we got? Valencia. We're on tour this weekend. We are on tour, so watch your space. We are heading up to Queensland for a yeah. little trip. Yeah. So, you'll uh, we'll have some content coming out in the next couple of weeks. Should be good. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Beautiful. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Formula One tips. I'm gonna go the exactly the same result as Vegas. Vegas. Yeah, nice. Okay. Uh, MotoGP. Martin convincingly. Uh, Bears had a terrible weekend. We didn't even talk about Bears at all, did we? No, he's nowhere. He's still injured, isn't he? Oh yeah. No excuse. Anyway. Um, Martin. Uh. Marini and Digia and Bagnaia just hanging on for the points to win the championship same as last year Martin yep. Marini and Digia Jesus alright and what Peko to win a title Louise yeah said? yeah Peko just to trot around okay. finish 5th and 6th in the sprint in the main race yeah, and that's probably a title. good shout actually yeah. it's a good shout um, for Formula 1 Max um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Carlos signs Charles, second and third. Nice. Yeah. Um, for MotoGP, I'm gonna go. Valencia always throws up a weird result. To be honest, uh, I'm gonna go Brad Binder for the win. It's been a couple of years. I'm going to go Brad Binder for the win. Um, I'm going to go... Marini second. And... Peko Banyaya third. Peko Banyaya win the title. Martin. Slim hopes going into the last one and crashes. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, that's probably a good goal. What's your... Uh, what was your... Formula 1? Formula 1. Uh, Max... Carlos signs Charles Leclerc. That's Daniel. a tough one. Formula One Max by stretch. Um, Charles and Oscar. Okay. GP. I think Pecco will sign off. No way. In a in, in a, a good win? way. Yeah. Wow, that's a good Pecco. call. Pecco. Shit. I'm just trying to think of who's normally not bad at Valencia. Ducatis were amazing last year from memory. <clears throat> I think they were like... They were. Yeah. And the year before that. They dominated. Well, Thing won it last year, actually. Um, Suzuki. 
Uh, Rins. Rins. Oh. Um, Peko. Yeah, I'm going to have to probably go Marini. Oh, we've all got Marini. Uh, you know what? Peko to GR, and I'm going to put Maverick back there again. Oh, gosh. I won't say anything because he was close. Guitar, but he's fucking... you get a bit scared? Yeah, you? I did get scared. But he won't do anything, mate. He's fucking... The full tank kills him. Yeah, and his, his mindset. <laughs> I think Bastianini will have a good weekend as well. Yeah. Yeah, he suffered a little bit this weekend. I mean, did well to yeah. pound in those laps. He was again, terrible but... in the sprint. He finished last in the sprint. I'm not okay. sure if he had an off or not. He might yeah, he was caught. involved in that. He got caught up. Caught yeah, up right. with that Spargo thing. And all three of us for Peko for the title. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I yep. think that's just a formality I now. So. But All right, thanks, boys. Beautiful. We'll see you after Queensland and after the last round. Yeah, sounds good. See you at the airport. Done. See you. <laughs>